0: Welcome to Missionary Talks, where we talk with missionaries and learn about their lives and work. Today I'm talking with Andy Shenaberry. Andy's a missionary in Costa Rica. Uh, Andy, can you tell us first a little bit about yourself, your family, and then how you got to Costa Rica?
1: We are missionaries from, from Michigan. I was born and raised in Michigan. My wife is also from Jackson, Michigan, and we met there at our Sunday church. We grew up kind of together and dated a little bit in high school and uh, continued that and the Lord called us to missions and we were married and we have four children and now the Lord has us in Costa Rica working there and we're happy to be in God's will serving him there in Costa Rica.
0: So you got there in 2001 and uh, this is your second furlough. First of all, can you explain to us what a missionary does when he's on furlough? What does that mean?
1: When we're on furlough, we are visiting churches that support us, and we are also visiting new churches to try to raise our support level. We've done that a couple of different ways. Our first furlough, we went back and we stayed in basically one spot and visited the churches that supported us on the weekends. And this time... We are traveling in a motorhome and living in a motorhome, so we've been in a lot of different places in a lot of different states, and we're trying to kind of diversify our, our portfolio of
0: uh, churches that support us, so to speak. And furlough, that means vacation, right? What, what does that mean for you as a missionary? It doesn't mean vacation, but uh, it, it is kind of neat. We get to travel a lot.
1: We are in... Uh, lots of churches every week, and we report, and we are uh, making phone calls to get into new churches. So it isn't like a vacation, but it is kind of nice. We've been able to go and uh, have some really neat field trips for the homeschool. The boys especially get to go and see a lot of things that they're learning about in school because we're not confined to staying in one certain area. We've been able to visit things that are around the churches
0: What kind of ministry do you have there in Costa Rica? Are you church planting? What is it you do?
1: We are church planting missionaries. We um, have planted two churches in Costa Rica, and we also have a training ministry where we train national leaders to be church planters, to be soul winners, to disciple people, and to basically reproduce uh, churches. That's what we do.
0: You're doing church planting, working in a Bible institute. What is it your wife does while you're doing your ministry?
1: She has a real—I uh, would think that her first ministry is to the family, and she's a real encouragement to me and to our children. That's kind of her her forte as being a, a wife and a mother. But she is very involved in our ministry uh with the ladies' ministries, having them over to the house for coffee or taking them out and being a real mentor for ladies in, in our church and uh that's kind of what what she specializes in she's very good at that and she builds up relationships with the with the women in the church and all she's always uh backup Sunday school teacher or backup uh whatever we need her to be in the church where if she
0: has to go and and teach whatever grade she's always ready you mentioned you've started two churches and this is your second furlough when you go back are you going to be starting another church, or are you still working in the church that you, the the most recent church you were in?
1: We are planning on, on doing both. We are planning on working in the church that we've most recently been starting, but we have a burden for other areas as well. So we hope to plant um, new churches in other areas that we consider groups of people that are that are unreached, and we have a target area of about 5 different cities in Costa Rica and we are hoping that we'll be able to train leaders and send them out and facilitate them planting churches even as we are continuing to work in our church our ultimate goal is to turn that church over to national leadership and go to a new place and and start
0: the process all over again you use the term unreached. I don't think of Costa Rica as being an unreached place. What do you mean by that? Is there a culture or religion? What do you mean by unreached people? There's a
1: big emphasis in missions to reach unreached people groups, and they'll say that this uh, people group is less than 1% evangelized or something like that. We are definitely happy to be involved in that but what we have found is that there's a lot of people groups that maybe as a whole are more than 5 or 10% reached with the gospel but there's groups of people that don't have good churches and so we go into those uh areas where like San Rafael has 40,000 people approximately but there wasn't any Baptist church there so we Start one, and we help them that way. And that's our our goal. Is not just to, we're primarily working with Costa Rican people groups, but we're looking for groups of people that don't have uh, gospel preaching churches, that don't have places where they could go to worship together. And although there might be a, a gospel witness in the area, they don't have any uh, congregation where they
0: can go and and. Uh, learn the Word of God and grow in in God's Word. As a Spanish-speaking missionary myself, I've always heard about going to Costa Rica for language school. Why do people go to Costa Rica? There is a language school in
1: Costa Rica, and it started out as a language school for missionaries that were going to Latin America. And So that has continued that tradition. There's a lot of different mission boards and different missions groups that send people to Costa Rica to go to that language school and then they go on to their place of ministry. We did go to the language school in Costa Rica, but we knew we were staying in Costa Rica, so it kind of became home for us even uh, away from the States.
0: Is the language school there uh, popular just because it specializes in missions, or is Costa Rican Spanish something special that you don't get in other countries? It's
1: popular because it was started as a missionary language school, and uh, a lot of the big denominations will use that for their language uh, institute. Uh, Costa Rican Spanish is a uh, probably a neutral spanish so the way that they teach it it doesn't mean that when you go to mexico or when you go to argentina you won't change the way that you speak the language Uh, but the spanish we speak in costa rica is probably pretty neutral and that we can understand and and they can understand a lot
0: of different things in costa rica we're talking about language here. Have you ever made a language mistake? Maybe a funny mistake that you've you've said?
1: Oh, definitely. I've made a lot of mistakes, and sometimes I've said words in church that even are are words in the Bible, but the way that I used it got a big reaction out of people. And we try not to learn that, to 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 do that again. We try to learn from our mistakes. But nah, I've definitely made some made some bad boo boos in my in my time do you have one that you can share well i it wouldn't help if i told you what it what i said but the word that i said and the word i looked up in the dictionary had a total different meaning to the people and i just made some faces turn red when i said that a word that you don't say in church and you don't say from the pulpit
0: definitely Obviously, you're involved in ministry and you have children. What do you do for recreation there for your kids? We like to do things as
1: a family that are sports oriented. We'll take a bike ride or we'll go and play tennis or we will go and run around the track or go to a park. So we like to do things as a family outside, out of doors. We have a trampoline and the children like to jump on the trampoline or throw sticks for the dog to fetch. Things like that are are fun things for us to do as a family. We, let, we like to incorporate a lot of our Um, friends from the church and that, or invite somebody to go out with us to the park or do ministry and do fun things together.
0: What do your children talk about when they're talking with other kids in the Sunday school classes you visit here? What is it for them is kind of the special thing they get to do that the American kids don't?
1: The food that they eat, they miss the food that they eat and, uh, they like the way that the Costa Ricans make the food in certain salsas and certain all kinds of things that they do with that. They get to be in a, in a tropical climate, so the way that they are used to eating food, food, tropical fruit and things like that are different and they definitely miss that. When uh, One story, my daughter was in California, and she said, It's so cold here, and everybody else was thankful that they weren't in the northern part of the states where it's snowing, but she just thought it was cold in California compared to Costa Rica.
0: What is your temperature like there? It is a tropical country. Uh, does it ever really get cold? Of course, it. for the Costa Ricans, 60 degrees may be cold. What What's kind of your upper and lower numbers there?
1: It depends on your altitude. In Costa Rica, we have a lot of mountains, so the higher up you go into the mountains, it gets cold. And there are places in Costa Rica that do see snow just because of the altitude. If you're down at sea level, it's very hot. Uh, even in the summertime, uh, the temperature's around 100. But in the um, Meseta Central, in the Central Valley, uh the temperatures are milder up in the mountains. The temperatures in the 70s are are about the normal it does get up to 80 90 degrees but it's we have a rainy season and a dry season during the rainy season which would be more of the the hotter season uh, geographically it's cooler because of the cloud
0: cover what are some of the fruits you get there that we don't get here in the states or what fruits are much better there than we have here
1: the, there's a lot of fruit that is too soft to really travel and make it marketable. Um, there's a lot of fruits there that you wouldn't realize, you wouldn't know if you saw them here, but we're used to in Costa Rica. There's ocotes, there's carambolas, there's, um, things that we call mamones chinos and we, always eat those are wonderful little snacks and but there's a lot of other kinds of fruits too that they don't have uh here in the states.
0: Do you have a a story you'd like to share with us? Um we planted
1: this last church with a class of church planting uh graduates from the seminary and they helped us to plant this church by dividing our city up into four different regions. And we were able to do that and put one leader in charge of each of the areas. And the one leader in the the first zone, we went there and had a number of people saved, a number of people that came back and uh, were willing to invite us to their home to continue Bible study and continue discipleship one of the ladies there, her name was Vanessa, and she was just a tremendous uh, person. She invited a lot of people to her own home. A lot of those people got saved. A lot of those people began to grow in the Lord and be discipled. And she was very faithful, very obedient to God's Word. When we opened our Sunday services, she was right there and brought people and, and, uh, had her nieces and her daughters and their husbands and just a whole bunch of people. It was a real blessing to our, our church. But a couple of weeks after that, the Lord took her home to be with him. She passed away. She had a blood clot that went up in into her lungs and just uh, took her home. And I just think when I remember that story of the whole timing of it, that you can't be presumptuous that you'll have all the time in the world. It's We need to reach people while we can when we've been commanded to go or else might, we might not have time. Well, Andy, it's been great talking to you. As we close, is there anything else you'd like to add? We are, have a vision and really one of the reasons I believe the Lord has us in Costa Rica is to be able to send people from Costa Rica out into other mission fields. And I'm talking about specifically 1040 window countries. The Costa Ricans have a politically neutral country. They don't have a military. They don't have CIA. And because of that, they can go into places that North Americans couldn't get into. So we are definitely um, Thinking about that and allowing the Lord to guide us, he does, but uh, to provide training and to provide structure for people from Costa Rica to go into other countries that are so needy and uh, reach those unreached peoples is something that we were praying about, and we'd ask you to pray about that as well as the Lord leads. But we really envision being able to facilitate people To go into Arab nations and to the Middle East and to be able to uh, do the work there as the Lord uh, opens doors.
0: You've been listening to Missionary Talks with David Peach. Please visit us at missionarytalks.com.